0: Welcome to The Parental Compass, presented by Family Education and Support Services. I'm your host, Bobby Williams. As always, please subscribe to the show. We drop a new episode every week. We hope you want to hear them. This is a special episode to me today. Outside of podcasting, I am a rapper and performer, and that's been a huge passion of mine since I was a child. I also lead a nonprofit organization called The Bridge Music Project, where we encourage youth and their passion for music. Today, I am speaking with a kindred spirit, Parfait Basile. Parfait is an incredible musician and rapper, singer. He's also a music and diversity educator. While we're sharing a little bit about our stories, what we're really talking about is youth having their spark. And what a spark is, is that is something that a youth is passionate about, that they wanna use their time and energy on. And it's something that can transform their entire life. Let's talk about it.
1: And that was um, also a big part where music just played a critical, critical role in keeping me sane, right? So my dad used to work for an, an overseas company. So every so many years, we moved from one place to another. So through those transitions, right, like, you know, as a kid, I'm just totally, you know, lost at sea. Like, you know, I'm in a new environment, I have to make new friends, I have to figure out how to engage. And so the the safe thing for me, the comfortable thing for me was to to write rhymes, you know, and write poetry um, in order to, to to process what I'm feeling, right? Yeah. Um, and so that that's really where it started to become more than, you know, a fun thing, but it became a needed thing, like almost uh, um, a, a existential thing, you know, to help me cope uh, with what was happening in my world.
0: Yeah. For me, I had kind of a similar experience, or I felt like when I was younger you know, I was kind of mildly depressed, like nothing awful was happening to me. I was just kind of a down kid. Yeah. But I just got very into like, I was like a Will Smith fan. Oh, yes. <laughs> Will Smith had like a moment like 97, 98. You oh, know, yeah. so I just started writing raps. And then from the first time doing it, that was the one thing I was real plugged into. I'm like, this is awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that you brought Will Smith. I always wondered why didn't he release more albums? You know that 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 window of of fame that he had with with the music part was so huge. He had some 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 crazy hits.
0: Yeah, it was too busy acting and making <laughs> there, you know. But for me, it always played in, or what it gave me was like a sense of identity of like, yeah. this is sort of a way to feel cool about myself or this is sorta of like what i'm about and yeah. so it definitely like helped me in that way
1: you know it's interesting for me so that
0: piece of this is who i
1: am you know there was like a progression right so first it was like i was describing earlier the music was a way for me to 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 cope right and and make sense of what was happening right and mm-hmm. and then gradually it became okay yeah this is what i do you know, this yeah. is this is this is me. That's how I show up in the world. That's how uh, that's a big part of of who Parfait is. So to know Parfait is to know he's a rap artist. Like he writes, you know, and he sings. And so, yeah, it's it, it's so interesting how gradually it moved from a necessity to you know to just part of who I am, right? Yeah. Um and, and you know, some people might argue that you know it was just there about who I was. And it just took the circumstances around me to, you know, spark that ignite that into expression.
0: Yeah, I just think that's why it's so important for young people, though, is it can like, build that sense of identity. And because you can build a sense of identity over a lot of things. Like you can think like, okay, I'm a kid that's always in trouble, or I'm a kid that smokes a lot of pot or whatever, you know, and so it's like with the bridge, I think that's a big part of it. Is like you don't have to be that, you can be an artist. Uh,
1: absolutely. You know, I always remember, I mean, again, it's not a judgment statement, but a lot of, you know, some of my 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 peers, right, who didn't have something artistic like music to to focus on, right? They were busy doing other things that got them into trouble, right? And then um And then later on, it just was a lot of work to try to get back on track. Whereas, you know, I I like to tell people that allowed me the music track has allowed me to to stay out of trouble, (laughs) you know, as because, I, you know, it was not only a cool, fun way of being and showing up um in in the community and people knew me as that you know part of it, oh he's the, he's the artist he's the you know he's a rapper that's his thing right but at the same time like i spent countless of hours actually doing something creative that you know allowed me to have a better sense of who i was like who i am you know because it, it, what I, what i was thinking about a few days ago you know was like the whole time when I was writing lyrics or even when I still do it, but especially as a kid, I was, was writing lyrics. A lot of things I was writing were things about things that mattered to me. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was almost, I was stating on paper and on, on music and melodies that my own values and how I felt like either they were violated or the world wasn't aligning with those values. And so it's giving, it was giving me a stronger sense of who I was, what I stood for and what I wanted to see in the world. And that was so powerful.
0: Yeah. It's like, what do you have to say to the world? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For me, it also gave me a community around me. Like I was a very introverted kid when I was young, but in high school, I was able to play. Like I grew up in South Bend, Indiana, where there was a really thriving music scene. It was sort of this whole like Midwest emo scene going on. And I was kind of the lone rapper in it, but I was able to like, you know 15 16 travel every weekend and do wow. shows and um but it just helped me to make all these friends and connect yeah. with people more and yeah socialize and I think that's a cool thing with like having a passion is there's a whole community around it
1: you know and you're right I mean for me the community theme with music was when I I stood up the, my first rap group together, you know, that was, you know, uh, in my teenage years, we were called the sixth sense, you know, because we thought we we, we had a sixth sense and things to tell the world, you know, uh, but just that process of working within a group of friends and becoming so close, the process of like trying to write a song together, you know, putting parts of the song together, talking about the concept and all that stuff just made us build a strong community like we were a unit like and then and and then people um you know in the community will see us as a unit oh that's the sixth sense folks right there right so so it yeah it just created a sense of communal identity that was that was awesome um and we shared that thing together you know creating uh arts together
0: Mm -hmm. did your parents encourage your creativity or did they do anything encouraging or discouraging
1: oh man you know i love my parents i gotta put that disclaimer out there because we've gone like 180 degrees um turn you know so when i was growing up and i was really discovering that spark around music and how important it was to me it wasn't um, met with a lot of support at that time you know Mm -hmm. if anything actually my parents thought it was a distraction from the academics right because my family was a very academic oriented family and so they're like you're spending all this time writing songs and why don't you go you know do some math or physics and things <laughs> like that right yeah. um so so it was a hard beginning um, uh, for me but it, it with the arts but something that it taught me was resilience you know um mm. and you know it was so important for me that you know I had, I had such a strong sense of identity around the the the, the arts that there was nothing that was going to steer me away from it um but over time my parents just had to be resigned they realized holy cow they were fighting essentially against who <laughs> who i you know part of who i was music was a form of expression that of who i was so um yeah so i didn't get that support in the beginning um but i wish i did um because that that would have been probably a different path, but that was in my path. What about you? How was that for you?
0: Oh, you know, I was just thinking as you were talking, kind of no parent wants to be like, mom, I'm I'm going to be a rapper. That's <laughs> going to, you know, it's like, ah, but, um, you know, I think my parents were pretty encouraging. Like they just sort of gave me the space to do it. And that was the biggest thing is like, I was just in the basement every day making beats and that was just what i did for hours and hours and
1: yeah no it's yeah you know they i think for them it was a progression because initially my parents were really hands off and you know i grew up being pretty independent and they kind of trusted that we made responsible decisions so so at first right it was like you know it looked like this hobby that their son had and then pretty soon it was starting to consume you know my entire time and they were like uh uh let's talk about this and so it became something that they were worried about um but anyway
0: yeah yeah well I think that's what I appreciate is my parents let me be independent or I remember being 15 and like taking a train to a music festival to like go promote myself and it definitely made them nervous like just hopping on a train going somewhere but they let me do it so
1: yeah well I guess while we're on that theme um I, I think though you know in hindsight when I think about it you know when you know, just thinking about my own kids right I have an eight year old and a two you know six year old and a two year old right um you know as we just never know what that spark is, you know, but we can have indicators about you know what's making the child happy, what brings them to to life like when they're around yeah. that thing or that activity, and you know being able to 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 feed that and nurture that you know it's huge because you, you never know if it's just such a critical form of expression of of your child and and um being able to nurture that and feed that and provide an opportunity for the the child to you know to grow it it's just going to serve them long term
0: and i think exposing them to different things is also important like try this out try this out and maybe eventually they find something that clicks
1: true yeah because there are some folks it's like it's easy like they you know, they you get exposed to something, or even just on their own, and like that's this is what I'm into. <laughs> you know, this is what I like. But this other, other folks, it's a, it's the process of exposure and also development, right? Like as they grow, you know, mm-hmm. then you know, one thing maybe they didn't like, eventually now they're like, oh wow, I like that. So I had a mentor of mine who always said that, you know, the first no doesn't necessarily mean a, a, a definitive no, right? It's, you know, you're exposed to this, and then you're exposed to, like you said, to something else, and then you revisit certain things over, you know, over time, because interests can evolve. Um, but definitely looking for those things that create an excitement and interest in the child, because then he provides a, an outlet that you don't have to force them to, to do it, they, they kind of gravitate around it and I call it good trouble.
0: <laughs> uh-huh, <totally. laughs> well, and I, I feel like I learned so much from doing the music like even outside of the music itself, like it taught me how to be entrepreneurial like mm-hmm. I would print up shirts and sell them um coordinating like trying to coordinate shows and get to shows like promoting and also just sort of like personal things like working hard on something and um yeah it's it's like it's beyond just music I'm sure you learned other things through music too
1: oh I mean you nailed it I think there being I mean, while the learning was happening, you don't, you know, I didn't necessarily put a finger on this was additional skills that I was gaining, but when you zoom out and you look back, you're like, holy cow, I've learned how to do marketing. I've learned how to do project management. I've learned how to do goal setting, right? I've learned how to communicate effectively, right? I've learned how to run a campaign. I've learned, I mean, and the list goes on from the steps, just the simple steps of how do i put a song together right so like project management right there one on one. you know i gotta find a theme and then i gotta find the lyrics and then the music around it and record it or going to i want to you know put together a concert right or i want to collaborate with another artist so project management those skills around managing a project from start to finish an idea to to execution you know it's you know i've learned a lot of that through, through the music process the musical process and then you know, working, I was talking about this earlier, like working in a band setting, right? And working with people with different personalities and different interests. Yeah. like So mm-hmm. like communication, interpersonal communication and conflict, <laughs> you know, managing and engaging conflict, like a lot of that, you know, happened as a result of the musical process. And then, you know, in terms of more like personal skills, you know, I touched on it earlier, but I would say resilience, like, You know, working through hardship, you know, Um, you know, you go, you practice hard on a song or the set and then you show up that day off and, you know, you freeze or you, you know, you don't deliver it the way you want it to and how to overcome that during the set itself. Right. And beyond so that you can kind of muster the courage to come back another time and perform again like that. That's been time and time and time again, have opportunity to to hone on that skill. You know, you trip, but you get back up and you do it again.
0: Yeah, I definitely had times where I was really disappointed along the way. Or I remember being 13 and being like very amped on my rapping. And then there's this talent contest and it's like people are feeling me, but I didn't win. And it's like, ah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I was like super disappointed. Or um, I did a lot of MC battles and that was like really head to head competition where um, you got to be pretty thick-skinned for that.
1: Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> you know, I, one of my earliest, um, you know, down moments with the music was our very first public concert with my my rap group uh, back in the days on the Sixth Sense. And... Um, you know, we we pr- it was gonna be in front of our high school, and we knew this uh, school assembly was coming up. And all year, you know, the 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 planners had approached us and said, "Okay, y'all are the official, unofficial but turn official high school rap group, you know, <laughs> and you will be high, you know, headlining the 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 event um, at the end of the year." So we were practicing all year, like rehearsing and everything. And the concert day comes up. And I was just, I was just freaking nervous, about it. I was just like, thankfully my, because we were a group of three. My other my other friends, they just didn't have any stage fright. They just like, just, just, just killed it that day. But mm. I was so nervous, so my voice didn't kind of come out very well and everything, and you know. It, it was it was challenging because you know after that i was like man i did i i made a fool of myself etc cetera yeah, et cetera. But, you know but then you know the next concert you know i just got back up there and you know i learned from that experience and just did did amazing so so yeah those those things happen and you know, the thing about having that outlet, whether it's sports, some kids are sports like right? basketball mm-hmm. or soccer, you know, whatever, or theater, theater, whatever that is, like I think there's opportunities through the creative process to fall, fail, learn from it, and have some incremental growth and build your own confidence and your skills to show up, you know, better, stronger the next time around. And it's been awesome to have music as a way for me to learn those lessons in life.
0: Yeah, resilience. Yep, yep, yep. I think for adults too, it's important to stay passionate about something as an adult, or that's important for your kids to see, because you're modeling having a passion. And sometimes that can be hard, just you're getting through life and working, but it's important. I agree. I agree.
1: It's important. Well, you know, not only the modeling for the kids, right? For yourself. but for yeah. yourself, and and the, what I typically say, and I'm speaking to myself first and foremost, because uh, because be, yeah. it, you know because the challenges that you're talking about are so real, right? you know, when you have kids, you're at a different stage in life. There's all these competing priorities, right? You know, and and the the, the easier thing to put on a sideline is the artistic outlet, right? Or you know, the, the sports outlet, right. Something that, you know, you enjoy doing, like playing sports or playing basketball, you know, I don't have time for it. You know what I mean? And putting on the side, but what it does though, is that it makes you less whole whole Mm -hmm. and healthy. And then what happens is it impacts your, your ability to engage in a, in a healthy manner with your own kids and your spouses, right. And, And your partners. And so, and so, Not only modeling to to kids, but then also being able to be at a healthy place to be able to engage, you know, with all the mental capacity and emotional bandwidth to be the the best parent you can be, (laughs) you know what I mean? So for those reasons, it's so critical to to have that, to keep that passion uh, going and feeding that.
0: It could be anything. It could be like, um, you know, working on a car is your thing Mm -hmm. or... You take arcade cabinets and refurbish them or something. That's a little thing I'm getting into, but. um, Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it's just important though. This has been an awesome conversation. I've had a lot of fun. I could talk for hours with you about this. So just thank you for being here today, Parfait.
1: Oh, you bet, Bobby. Yeah, I know we could go on on and on about this because we we both share this love of music and We've, we've seen first and foremost how it, it's transformed our own lives and how it transforms the lives of people around us. So thank you for the opportunity to, to come onto your show and, and have this conversation. Um, so I, I look forward to other opportunities to to either be on this show or just um, you know engage in partnerships in the community.
0: Yeah we'll definitely be working together. Thanks again. You bet Bobby until soon. Thank you. Parfait. Awesome conversation. This has been the Parental Compass by Family Education and Support Services. I'm Bobby Williams. We'll see you next week. Peace.